0: History of Everything is just the right podcast for you. It's available on Spotify, Pandora, and anywhere else that you get your podcast from. Join us for some fun and just see how weird and wacky history can be. Do you love history but hate when it's stuffy and boring? Well, look no further and join me, Katie Charles, your friend the neighborhood social scientist and reader of books as I delve into
1: unsolved historical mysteries, murders by gaslight, and of course, women who have been misrepresented through all time. On Who Did What Now,
0: the history podcast that's not your history class. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.
1: It began long ago, two young boys in an American town riding their bikes to school and little league practice. Over the years, the boys became fast friends, united in their love for stories, where things would go horribly wrong. Pour yourself a strong beverage and buckle up. You're in the shallow end with Schnepley and Toth.
2: So if it feels like we just did this, it's because <laughs> a shitty morning led to a little meltdown on one of our parts. I'm not going to say who. And... Uh, Okay, it was uh-huh. me, and I was actually talking into the microphone. It just wasn't the correct microphone. Yeah, yeah, that happens. You see, this, the studios here at the Lion Share Group are so vast mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I have more equipment than I can keep track of. And I understand. Sometimes I'm... I get it. It's like doing a show but forgetting to turn your microphone on.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, fortunately, we didn't get too far into it. Um, no, so no. that's, that's good. Um, it is episode yeah. 91, which is exciting it's very exciting nine episodes away from our 100th episode which is a huge milestone
2: we get like satin jackets or something yes
0: we do big gaudy satin jackets with the piping on the sleeves that's what daddy wants yeah and our logo bedazzled on the back (laughs) the shallow end and then
2: on your lapel it'll say shnebly and on mine it'll say toth or we could we could switch jackets like you know we were dating in high school or something (laughs) what do you think of that i'm I'm down with it if you are for anything for a gaudy satin jacket (laughs) my story changed at the last minute and therefore it it might be a little bumpy but the one that i had prepared was good and then i stumbled across this one and i was laughing out loud and nancy said maybe you should use that for this week's story (laughs) and i thought by god she's right Mm. she's right so uh, due to time constraints, I'm going to jump in here and start with uh, with my story, if you're cool with that. Please do, my friend. You have me all at
0: Twitter with anticipation.
2: This is a story uh, about actually quite a few shallow end moments. This story is about people who went to a national park and rather than, say, wandering past a trail closed sign and getting scalded by volcanic liquid or something like that, they were disappointed in their trips and actually posted on sites like Yelp and TripAdvisor, (laughs) (laughs) discouraging (laughs) comments about their experience. (laughs) And there are so many of them that uh, a woman named Amber Scher actually put together a book just filled with these bad reviews and it's called the subpar parks project <laughs> and she says i think these are so funny because people had really high expectations and nature doesn't always cooperate so she wrote a book and <laughs> it's just a compilation of all these horrible reviews and she got a uh, feedback on her book that some people didn't think it was very good <laughs> She said some people wished there were fewer words, which I just think is is genius. Mm-hmm. But she's compiled a, just a, a ton of these, of these reviews. So we all know Yosemite. I mean, not many of us have been there, but we've all certainly seen photos and videos. And, and it's just, I, I've never been, but I really want to go someday. And one visitor, a woman named Rona from Lake Forest, California, in August of 2020, actually posted on Yelp, Yosemite, a real dud, a real Wally world as we had to turn around. (laughs) David from Redwood, California, posted, if I were you, stay at the Iwani and then get out of Dodge. We didn't even see any bears on our visit. I mean, how lame is that? (laughs) (laughs) That is so lame. Doesn't that just frost you? You've spent all that time and money and you didn't even get to see a bear? Well, look at the bright side. At least you didn't see a bear uh, that ate your car. Or was in your tent when you woke up. Right. C.S. from Flagstaff talks about a visit to Yellowstone. Quote, everywhere you go, there's this lingering smell of rotten eggs. You'd think for the $35 entrance fee, the park people could install some air wicks or something. <laughs> yeah right national park Airwix. now you and i both being uh arizonans at heart have both been to the grand canyon of course and uh it's i have never found words that could describe it no particularly standing on on the edge of the rim and looking out at it it's just one of the most awe-inspiring things i've ever seen well a woman from mars pennsylvania named Sarah disagreed back in August of 2016 on Yelp she said about the Grand Canyon quote no plants no life it's like a picture of death <laughs> a guy from Alberta Canada wrote it's too big Also, my wife decided to divorce me while we were there. Well, yeah. Yeah, well, I don't think you can blame that on the canyon, but I'm sorry you didn't have a good
0: experience. I had a bad experience at the uh, Grand Canyon when I lived in Phoenix. We went up for the weekend, and I had a brand new camera, and I I set it down on the rock wall. We were on the south rim. I set my camera down, and a squirrel ran over and knocked it into the canyon. Damn squirrels. Always stealing my low. photographic equipment.
2: Yeah, bastards. A uh, gentleman from North Hollywood, Nathan, wrote on Yelp about visiting the Grand Tetons. The mountains look nice, but Yellowstone is way better, and it's right next to it. <laughs> A guy named Evan about the Grand Tetons wrote, Could be better, but the mountains were blocking the sunset. <laughs> <laughs> don't you hate? Oh. Don't you hate when the mountains get right in front of your sunset? Oh, it's the worst. It's just the worst. About Death Valley. Now I, I admit, JG, I've never been to Death Valley. I've driven uh by it, mm. but never actually been to it because I don't know, it didn't really seem like a compelling place to visit. <laughs> but a guy named Andy, five years ago on Google Reviews, wrote about Death Valley. Not a fan of finding nothing in the middle of nowhere. It's like visiting a giant litter box. <laughs> well, he's, he's not wrong about that. <laughs> he's not. No, he's actually right. A guy named Asher, five years ago on Google Reviews, wrote about Death Valley. Such a long, lonely drive, and when you get there, it looks as dead as the surface of the moon. But hey, you come all that way to say you stood under sea level? Woo hoo. <laughs> He was unimpressed. I can see that. Big Bend. I've never been to Big Bend, but uh, a woman named Natalia four years ago on Google Reviews said about her visit, quote, the lizards were not very friendly. (laughs) One star.
0: I was specifically (laughs)
2: promised friendly lizards. A handshake and a photo, but no, they just ignored me. Uh, a woman named Angel, four years ago on Google, wrote about visit <laughs> wrote about their visit to Big Bend. Quote: "Too many rocks." Unquote. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> and then this one warmed my heart because uh, we've talked about it. We've both been there, Saguaro National Monument. Love it. And there are actually two of them, as we've talked about, on each side of Tucson. Uh, and they're both just stunning. It's it's like being in another in another world. But uh, Jamie and Brianna from Coleman, South Dakota, just uh, two months ago on Yelp wrote quote, "Can't believe we wasted time going on this loop. We literally are still on it, and there's nothing interesting. So we're both on our phones." <laughs> 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 hmm <laughs> they sound fun yeah yeah i'd like to travel with those two <laughs> uh the petrified forest which sits uh, outside of winslow arizona mm-hmm. have you been there Gigi? i have yes it's, it's yeah really fascinating. yeah i went there as it's just again it's a surreal place but apparently a guy named jordan was not impressed and wrote on google reviews Zero noteworthy trails, barely any significant discovery to be had. It's not even open past sunset. It reminds me of a poorly executed state park. It's one huge nothing burger. I hate it when people use the phrase nothing burger. Yeah, yeah. It, it Well, it always makes me hungry, <laughs> actually. Uh, and finally, a Rocky Mountain National Park. Christy from Denver, Colorado wrote, Super unimpressed with this park. It's just boring. It's like any forest in Colorado that you could drive through for free. The people who stop to stare at elk and cause an hour backup that no one could go around, you just have to wait. That sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Christy, that you didn't enjoy your Rocky Mountain visit. Wow. Yeah. So just be forewarned that if you go to national parks, there are people behind you that might not be as impressed as you are. So try and try and contain your enthusiasm, Boy, if you will. It seems like I don't know. It's it's like the level of entitlement uh, for people. Yeah, that's a very good way to put it. Everything has to bend
0: to their will. This displeases me. Yes, the sun should be setting slightly more to the left for me to get the proper photo. One star. Yeah. Or what? What about people who? This this drives me crazy. People who think that because they have social media, it makes them important. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I heard a story about somebody uh, who wanted better or the best service at at a restaurant. And so she started the conversation with the waiter this way. I'm an avid Yelper. Oh, my God. Don't you want to punch (laughs) people in the face that are like
2: that? Yeah. Yeah, I, You know what? Anybody can get a social media account. It doesn't make you special. Well, just what that implies, you know, if, if that's how you're starting your interaction with the server, if I'm that server, I'm thinking, oh, boy, oh, yeah, boy, I'm, maybe you'd like to sit in somebody else's yeah, section. <laughs> or I, my thought would be, I'm going to pee on your eggs. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Me play joke. Oh, I got this from the uh, Washington Post. So Nice. Uh, Go out and hit a national park this summer, but not literally. Watch out for squirrel theft. For unfriendly squirrels or squirrels who steal your camera, push it over the edge. Damn squirrels.
0: When Johann Rahl received the letter on Christmas Day, 1776, he put it away to read later. Maybe he thought it was a season's greeting and wanted to save it for the fireside. Oh well, this is The Constant, a history of getting things wrong. I'm Mark Chrysler. Every episode, we look at the bad ideas, mistakes, and accidents that misshaped our world. Find us at ConstantPodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: For hundreds of years, families the world over have enjoyed going to zoos and seeing wild animals up close. It's been fun, it's been educational, and it's been entertaining. But now we realize that what made us so happy was not very nice to the animals in cages. What if you could have the best of both worlds? Introducing the Animal Free Zoo. (coughs) Curious to see what an elephant looks like in real life? Wouldn't that be fun? No elephants here, thanks. But you can see the enclosure where they once played on the grass. They were huge! How about a real African lion? Yeah, those were the days, huh? But come stand next to the savannah-like area where real lions roamed just weeks before. Oh, you should have seen them. They were so majestic. Chat with our zoologists about the animals that used to live here. They have some amazing stories. You can see some photos on their phones, too. There's plenty of photo opportunities of trees and stuff everywhere you look. And of course, popcorn, hot dogs, and other zoo treats, just like before. Just no animals. No animals were harmed in the Making of this commercial. Because weren't you listening? There aren't any animals in the zoo. Tickets start at just $25 per person or a special $100 family pass for a family of four. Bring your family and friends and spend your day at the Animal Free Zoo. The Animal Free Zoo, just off Interstate 4 in Orlando.
2: Our email address is lifeguard at shallowendpodcast.com. JG, I have been uh, told by the lifeguard that she has been inundated. Inundated, I say, with emails, and I actually took a look at the inbox and thought, holy moly, (laughs) it's like a lot of people just discovered this show and realized they could write in. So, uh, we have not, I'm told, personally replied as we have in the past to everybody who writes in, but I just want to say, in the interest of time, to Jennifer, Jessica, Christian, Valerie, Jamie, Laura, Kelly, John, Jim, Ruth, Aaron, and Jenna – We got your emails. We just haven't replied yet. So uh, I think that takes us off the hook, at least for the time being. For the time being. Jennifer writes, hello, Jethro and Lindsay, and hello to your wonderful, special lady friends, Cat and Nan. (laughs) I have a story for you that happened about 40 years ago. My storytelling abilities aren't great, but here we go. This happened in the early 80s when I was five years old. I had a swing set, one of those swing sets that most people didn't cement the poles into the ground. Instead of a garage, there was a cement driveway. I was just swinging away one day. My mom went inside for maybe two minutes in that time. I decided that if I swung high enough and fast enough, I could jump my mom's Camaro and <laughs> land safely on the other side. That's very evil Knievel. <laughs> well, and she actually she slugged the, the email as evil Knievel wannabe. Uh-huh. She says, Who knows why I thought this? Maybe I thought I was evil Knievel, but it didn't work out quite as I had planned at all. I didn't land safely on the other side of my mom's Camaro. I didn't land anywhere near the other side of the car. Nope. I face planted firmly on the cement in front of the car. That was the first time I actually busted my nose. I prefer to think of myself as a daredevil. However, the reality is that at the very least, I dip my toes into the shallow end. Oh, and feel free to use my name. Thanks, y'all, for bringing laughter into our lives. Well, since you said so, Jennifer Garrett, I'm going to say thank you for that email. And I'm sorry about your busted nose, but I'm really glad for your mom that you didn't put a giant dent in her hood or the roof of the car. It's a Camaro, for crying out loud. Yeah, a little respect. (laughs) you got to take care of that. (laughs) Thank you, Jennifer, for that email. Lifeguard at shallowendpodcast.com.
1: You're in The Shallow End with Schneppley and Toss.
2: Now, I believe, J.G., you have a 91st story for yes, me. Yes, and uh, this one will make you snicker in your cocoa. Lovely.
0: In the grand theater of crime, where the cunning and the crafty often steal the spotlight, there exists a lesser-known cast of characters. We, we feature them quite often here on The Shallow End. They're officially referred to as the criminally stupid. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Here's
0: an example for you. Now, this was in October of 2023. Johnny Yates, that's Y-A-T-E-S, Yates, a 41-year-old Florida man um, with a notorious rap sheet littered with all kinds of criminal exploits. An experienced criminal, if you will. Yes. Yeah. Experienced? Yes. Yeah. Seniority. Suddenly... He became the prime target of an intense manhunt which was spearheaded by the uh, diligent officers of the Polk County Sheriff's Office in Florida. You you said Polk. His name was plastered across various media. Uh, His image was on the screen of every law enforcement agency in the region and the laundry list of charges against him included aggravated battery,
2: false imprisonment Mm. and tampering. This does not sound like a fun guy. No, I tried to
0: find out the specifics of those charges and I was not able to because the story I'm about to tell you just overshadows anything he ever did prior to this. (laughs) Okay. As Yates desperately sought to evade capture, his actions uh, ignited a series of events that caused quite a stir in the entire community. Yet despite his cunning attempts to outsmart the authorities, his luck eventually did run out, mostly because of decisions that he made. Yates' checkered criminal history left a trail of concern in their wake. Uh, his, His troubling involvement in aggravated battery and false imprisonment and all the other charges was a witness to his erratic behavior. The guy, he he was just very erratically behaved, even beyond his criminal activity. Wow. Okay. As law enforcement agencies relentlessly pursued him, Yates, realizing the walls were closing in, became a bit desperate. He resorted to increasingly reckless measures in a bid to continue to evade the uh, long arm of, of the law. The pursuit of Yates demanded meticulous and exhaustive investigative work. They pieced together crucial fragments of intelligence regarding his potential hideout. Law enforcement agencies spared no expense or effort. This is a dangerous guy. They were determined to get Yates off the streets as quickly as possible. They were serious. Yeah. Very serious. Yeah. So they receive a tip from an anonymous tipster uh, to his whereabouts. And deputies from the Polk County Sheriff's Office sprang into action. They descended upon Yates' supposed hideout in Lakeland, Florida, which is a lovely community. I love to go watch minor league baseball there. It's fun. Very cool. But Yates had been tipped off as well. And so he was one step ahead of law enforcement.
2: I wonder if he was tipped off by the same anonymous tipster who called the cops, kind of playing to both sides. Wouldn't that be fun? That would be
0: a lot of fun to witness. (laughs) He had anticipated their eventual arrival and had concocted a masterful plan of diversion. I can't wait. One that he was sure would send law enforcement in the wrong direction, allowing him to once again slip through their fingers. Yates, in a stroke of genius... And this is what the deputies saw when they showed up at the house, (laughs) a dry erase whiteboard stuck in the front window that said, Johnny Yates does not live here. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, Not surprisingly, Lindsay, the deputies weren't fooled. Um, At this point, though, a person other than Yates exited the house. And after a thorough interrogation of this individual who sheepishly confirmed Yates's presence within the deputies found themselves in a standoff and a a fairly lengthy one. They surrounded the house for over an hour and they called for Yates to emerge from his hiding place, but that fell on deaf ears. Okay. Yeah. So faced with this obstinate silence, law enforcement, escalated the situation by unleashing what the sheriff's office later described as quote surrender smoke i love that hmm so as the billowing mist enveloped the residents like a dense fog four bewildered souls stumbled out onto the uh, porch but alas <laughs> no sign of mr yates wow
2: So they got everybody but the guy they were looking for.
0: So they're undeterred by the setback. Deputies persisted. Good for them. They continued to call for Yates to come out. When their pleas went unanswered, yet again, they doubled down, flooding the house with a second dose of surrender smoke. (laughs) Surrender smoke. Hoping to coax Yates out. But despite their best efforts, the house remained eerily silent. (laughs) <laughs> save for the occasional bark of their loyal canine companion Dexter. So with no Good further boy. option left, Lynn's uh, deputies and Dexter bravely ventured into the house, combing through oh every nook and cranny, and they couldn't find him. At least not at hmm. first. Right. Finally, Yates was discovered hiding inside a chest of drawers. He had modified it as a hiding place. Oh, he thought ahead. (laughs) And so with a sigh of exasperation and probably a shake of their heads, the deputies couldn't help but marvel at at the sheer absurdity of all of this (laughs) that eventually led to Johnny Yates being led away in handcuffs. And in the aftermath of his capture, authorities conducted a thorough search of the premises and they uncovered additional evidence And um, also potential accomplices. Uh, The meticulous approach approach taken by law enforcement ensured that no stone was left unturned in their quest for justice. The sheriff's office posted on social media about this, and they said that uh, the four people that were initially holed up in the house with Yates were also dealt with. Quote. In regards to the four people who weren't cooperating with deputies, each one received a parting gift, a charge of resisting and an all-expense paid trip to Grady Judge's <laughs> bed and breakfast, a Polk <laughs> County Sheriff. Grady Judge said. "At a pair of shiny silver bracelets. So in the end, the moral of the story, very clear to me, Linz, uh, when it comes to evading the long arm of Johnny Law, putting a sign in the window that declares you are not there and then attempting to disguise yourself as a piece of bedroom furniture is not the way to go.
2: No, it is not. I just wonder when they pulled up and they saw that dry erase board, if some dim-witted deputy or maybe like a rookie or a newbie goes... Oh crap. Well, guess we get to go back to the station. He's not He's here. He's not here. It's amazing to me that, that anybody would think that would work. Yeah. I mean, is there a is there a better way to draw attention to, to yourself in that residence? So the so the four guys that stumbled out were actually crooks. The deputies just didn't realize it at the they time. They
0: didn't realize it at the time. They I think by piecing this together, I think. They are now considered accomplices. and uh, Right. Yeah. My source information for the story, the New York Post, the mirror, and KVUE. God, what a great story.
2: (laughs) That reminds me somewhat of my story, I don't remember how many months ago, of the guy who tried the same thing and he – he uh, cut open that giant teddy bear and hid inside the bear? Yes.
0: Yeah, he was inside the teddy bear. And then they saw it
2: breathing in the corner of the, <laughs> of
0: the one room? Yeah, apparently, that giant teddy bear has has a touch of asthma.
2: I wonder if uh, if our hero in your story this time initially thought of the teddy bear story and then heard our story and thought, okay, yeah. I got a better idea. A chest of drawers. <laughs> gonna, no one would think I'm there. Gonna, I'm going to up the game here a, li- a little bit. Because... They can't
0: see me breathing in this chest no. of drawers. No. In my mind, I'm picked crappy mid-80s, probably got it at, you know, a Goodwill
2: with the the cheap uh thin like pressboard in the yeah, back. Right, exactly. Yeah. In the and uh, the
0: yeah. little rattly handles that are faux brass. <laughs> the Way I envisioned it. And it probably smells like Newport cigarettes
2: or some or yeah, I was thinking like mothballs and uh <laughs> something that your grandmother would have kept in, in a guest room or exactly. something. Exactly, yeah. From God knows where. Great story. Our email address is lifeguard at shallowendpodcast.com. Please, just because uh, you've emailed us and you haven't gotten a personal reply, don't take it personally. It's just that the lifeguard is a tad inundated as we approach summer and we're getting ready to open the pool. How's that for? It was, for, that
0: was poetic, actually.
2: <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize that
0: I... in, in the chest of Lindsay Schnebley beats the heart of a poet.
2: Well, apparently so.
0: Lifeguard at shallowendpodcast.com. We'll see you next time. Continue
2: to make good choices. Your life and your chest of drawers <laughs> might depend on it.
1: So concludes another episode of The Shallow End with Schnebley and Toff. We thank you for listening. Oh, be a dear, would you? Please subscribe to this podcast. Give these boys a five-star rating and think of something nice to say, even if you have to make something up and visit us online at shallowendpodcast.com. Okay, gotta go.